0: Tēnākui, Giles. Two executives have been penalised $2 million for market manipulation.
1: Kira to you, Charlotte. Yes, they are executives from the failed honey export company Oceania Natural. They've been ordered to pay more than $2 million between them for trying to manipulate the company's share price and breaching disclosure rules. The High Court's imposed a $1.33 million penalty on the company's executive chair and chief executive, uh, Walker Zhong, and a $760,000 penalty on senior manager and marketing manager, uh, Regina Ding. And the pair have been found to have breached the financial laws in April. This was a penalty hearing. The civil case was brought by the Financial Markets Authority after it investigated and alleged the pair and two other people had colluded in trying to lift the company's share price. They'd used other people's identities and they hadn't disclosed their trading. The penalties are the highest awarded in such a case. The other people involved had admitted the charges earlier and they were penalised a total of $310,000 for their roles. The lack of hiring momentum in the labour market isn't forcing job seekers to batten down the hatches. Job ads fell for a third consecutive month in the Seek Jobs report, with vacancies down 21% compared to a year ago. But the downward trend in listings isn't matched by the change in behaviour from candidates, with people chasing opportunities in numbers. Seek's country manager Rob Clark says job seekers now face a higher chance of rejection.
2: You know, we're certainly seeing a lot of interest in jobs and, uh, you know, a lot of movement in the market. So the the visitation levels to Seek.co.nz are still at record levels. And and obviously, moving jobs still is typically the fastest way to get a pay increase. So, you know, the activity and interest is still there, but obviously there are just fewer jobs relative to the number of applications uh, than there were this time last year. You know, if you are a job seeker, you know, it's really important that you take some time to understand what experience and qualifications are required. Uh, It's an employer's market more so than it was 18 months ago. So, you know, you would want to know, what do I need to get this role? How do I stand apart from others? What salary should I expect? And, you know, work out how do I stand apart from others, knowing that there's going to be a greater uh, amount of competitive activity for roles than there were, you know, this time last year.
1: Rob Clark says Auckland had the biggest fall in job listings, down 4% in June on the previous month. Uh, Wellington, the number of uh, openings were down 3%. The author of a new tourism report is questioning whether the industry should be chasing hard to get the high-end value travellers. One of the sector's post-COVID recovery strategies has been to look for the value from well-off tourists rather than the volume that's offered by backpackers and the like. A report from Westpac's industry economist Paul Clark says the sector has to get better at spotting trends, adapting and capturing market opportunities. But Paul Clark isn't convinced the future lies in chasing the high end of the market.
2: It depends where you want to play in the market. Um, I I personally think that um, what we're doing at the moment is not such a bad thing at all, to be honest. Um, And I think it's very difficult to actually move to a high-value focusing on high value, I should also point out though that you know coming to New Zealand from offshore is a once in a lifetime experience so for a lot of a lot of tourists it is a high value kind of experience and 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 should be seen as a so I, I would say that we're still you know we we the tourism sector um caters for caters for a range of different markets um and um I'm not sure completely whether or not we should be focusing on one area not the other.
1: Paul Clark says the industry needs to invest in digital tools and should be prepared for mergers takeovers and alliances to build some scale. The head of uh, country's aerospace industry body is hoping the government's new strategy for the sector can help develop the country into an aerospace nation. The National Aerospace Strategy sets out a number of goals to develop the sector by 2030. That includes sustainable air travel, integrating autonomous aerial vehicles and enhanced decision-making through using data. The President of Aerospace New Zealand, Mark Rockett, says the national strategy is much needed as the sector is developing rapidly. But he says more can be done.
2: Well, I think this is a great start. It's a great strategy document from here it's about seeing what tangible support the government can provide to the aerospace industry you know, we've seen that previously that the government has supported industries such as dairy filmmaking boat building and we really need to see tangible support to build a thriving aerospace
1: industry mark rocket says more work also needs to be done to improve regulatory processes well shares of the electric car maker tesla tumbled nearly 10 percent overnight as investors seemed unimpressed by the company's commentary about its second quarter results and outlook. It met analysts' earnings expectations, but board production is likely to reduce in the near term, and it was vague about its latest vehicle, the Cybertruck, and a planned robo-taxi ready car. Well, Chief Executive Elon Musk has triggered a bit of a price war in the sector, cutting prices to get sales. One analyst, Andrew Sandaharan, isn't sure it's a good idea.
0: This feels like a price war with no long term strategy to you know raise margins if Tesla wins the war. Um, you know delivery numbers were great, revenues uh, are at record highs, but gross margins are at the lowest they 've ever been, and the operating margin, which was climbing towards twenty percent last year, has dropped below ten percent. <sighs> And the reason why this is of concern is that in order to justify its market cap, Tesla's earnings have to grow by a big multiple, like, you know, five to seven times in the coming year. So I wonder if Tesla is hurting its long term prospects by trying to please Wall Street short term, you know, hitting that two million vehicle a year target.
1: That's analyst Andu Sandaharan. And uh, Tesla is one of the favoured overseas stocks with New Zealand investors on the Sharesies trading platform. Twenty-two minutes past twelve. Time to catch up with uh, Belinda Stanley from Craig's Investment Partners on what's happening with the markets. Cura to you, Belinda. How's the local share market faring?
0: Cura Giles. Well, our markets uh, unable to uh, get any gains on the board today. Again, uh, it's pretty flat. It's just down six points. The S&P NZX 50 at 11925 And stocks a little bit mixed as we end the week. We've got Auckland Airport just up to 8 dollars uh, Contact Energy, they're down three, $8.10. Ebos down three as well, at $37.87. 50 buildings up one cent at $5.53. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare they're steady at $24.50. Uh, down four at $9.78. Meridian's down three at $5.44. Main freight's off five cents at seventy one dollars, Port of Taronga up three at six twenty, Ryman Healthcare up four at six ninety one. We've got Spark down three at five oh eight and Somerset also down three at ten dollars thirty.
1: Just opened in Australia. What's it looking like there?
0: Yeah, they're a little bit softer there today. Currently down 20 points. The S&P ASX 200 at 7,305. And again, stocks a little bit mixed. We've got ANZ, they're just down 11 cents at 25.24. BHP, they're up 21 cents at 44.83. Uh, we've got CSL up a dollar thirty at two sixty six sixty nine, Rio Tinto's up sixty cents at one hundred seventeen oh eight, Telstra they're flat at four dollars twenty, uh, Woolworths up twenty four at thirty eight sixty seven, and zero they're taking a bit of a hit after those tech stocks overnight were sold down a bit. That's down three dollars ninety at one twenty three thirty seven.
1: What's it looking like for the New Zealand dollar?
0: Are uh, a little bit weaker against all our trading partners today. Against the US dollar, 0.6225. The pounds at point, 0.4835. The euro 0.5590. Against the Australian dollar, we're at 0.9188. The yuan is 4 six, and against the N8709. Uh, interest rates a little bit higher today, our uh, five-year swap rate up at 4.74%. 90-day bank bills are steady at 5.7%. Uh, oil's at 79.48 a barrel and gold's a little bit stronger today. It's up $2.66 at $1,972.26 an ounce.
1: Thank you very much. That's Belinda Stanley from Craig's Investment Partners. One other Eisman business news this lunch hour. Metal products company Vulcan Steel is distancing itself from a takeover bid for Metro Performance Glass by its founder, Peter Wells, who is still a substantial shareholder in Vulcan, has teamed up with veteran businessman Peter Masfin to make an 18-cent-a-share bid for Metro Glass. The $33 million bid has been rejected by Metro Glass. This morning, Vulcan Steel's board has issued a statement rejecting speculation that it may have any interest in Metroglass or is tied up in the bid. It says it has no financial or commercial interest, directly or indirectly, with the proposal. Business news and numbers updated for you around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kiara.